time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Hufflepuff. Hi, I'm Gryffindor. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we are... What? What are we doing? This time... (laughs) What do I say? This time we've been playing. This time... (laughs) Shit. Right. (laughs) Welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Hogwarts Battle, Defence Against the Dark Arts. Now, I reckon if everything goes on schedule, this episode will be out on Boxing Day. So, hope you had a good... What the hell is that? I don't know. I was supposed to... I was going to do something Christmassy, but then I didn't... Right. It sounded like you're having a Christmas a Christmas seizure. Um, I hope you had a lovely Christmas yesterday. Um, obviously, if this doesn't come out on time, awkward. And incidentally, this game that we're playing this week was a Christmas present from Cassie and Chris. So thank Yay. you very much. Um, as usual, business first. Ellen MacArthur. Oh, I forgot about her. Of she she retired in 2010, Ages. and she I know she set up the Ellen MacArthur Foundation in an or in an attempt to uh, bring about a regenerative circular economy. I don't know what that what? is. What? You, is she what, a sailing charity? Or just... No, just like economic? an improve the world generally, improve oh, the dear. country generally charity. Right. Anyway, so that's what she's been doing since 2010. She's on Twitter. She has got 39.4 thousand followers. Not that many. More than Derek Ring. <laughs> By a bit. Has um, she played any board games? Well, I tweeted her and asked her what her favourite board game was. <gasps> really? Yes. What did she say? She has not replied. Oh, no. Anyway, but, you know, something to look forward to in the future, maybe. Now, I reckon she'll like, is there a sailing board game? Mm, There isn't really, is there? Mm. Anyway, let's not get sidetracked by Ellen again. She hijacked almost half of last (laughs) week's episode. Uh, Blake 7 poll. 75% have heard of it. I was one of those. What is that? I was singing a theme tune. Jesus, it was a musical this week. Um, 25% said no, they hadn't heard of it. Generally, it was the younger people who hadn't heard well, of Blake Seven, uh, except for Bunty, who said she'd never heard of it until she listened to our episode. Um, and she it, then. I, I told her oh. not to. I told, oh. <laughs> I told her it was it's shit. Really good. Um, it. And listener Darren uh, is just reminiscing about the wobbly sets, but the great characters and the storylines. So there you go, Blake Seven getting some love there. Uh, Mariel has chipped in, saying that sometimes her and Patrick play games in the kitchen. <laughs> right. Board games. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify. <laughs> Nothing untoward, probably. Yeah, yeah no, that's um, a nice place to play. I'd love I, to play in the kitchen. I don't know. It's I'm, nice because you can have some food or put, make a cup of tea quite easily. But that, I think that's it's what quite a nice puts place. me off. That's puts, it's nice should be done in the kitchen. if it's cl- everything. The toilet. Going to the toilet. <laughs> no, kitchen toilet. I, mean. um, I don't know. I just think there's the risk that there'll be some stray crumbs or there's well, like a wet patch. If you or... kept the kitchen clean, there wouldn't be an issue, would there? So I think it's easier to just play somewhere else and not keep the kitchen clean. No. Okay. Nice kitchen table. <laughs> Fine. All right, then. We will disagree on that. Sign up today for your local fun patrol. Anyway, as I said then, this time we've been playing Hogwarts Battle Defence Against the Dark Arts. It's your turn to read the bump. Oh, is there a bump? Uh, there is, but there's nothing on it. Oh. Well, what do I read then? That. Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Harry Potter. Hogwarts Battle. Defense against the Dark Art. Two players ages 11 plus. Oh, clever. Why? 
that's when you get your Hogwarts letter, when you're 11. Oh. Come well, on. <laughs> with the noticeable rise in dark arts activity. I mean, I have noticed a lot of dark arts activity going on. Headmaster Albus Dumbledore has authorised practical defence against the dark arts lessons to ensure that students are prepared to defend themselves. Did that happen in the book? Yes, remember? Right. <laughs> Under the supervision of Hogwarts teachers, students... <laughs> Can I just say that again? I read that wrong. Go for it. Under the supervision of Hogwarts teachers, students will cast spells and hexes, use items, and gain allies to stun their opponents and protect themselves from evil forces. Objective. Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle, Defence Against the Dark... I feel like I'm reading the audio book. <laughs> Is a competitive deck building game for two players. I sound like MasterChef now. <laughs> it's a competitive deck building game for two players that is played over a series of rounds. The goal of each round is to stun your opponent. To win the game, you must be the first player to stun your opponent three times. Mm, I think that's all that's we've got. All the info. Okay, so <laughs> it, it is your standard deck building game. You you draft cards that are items you can use, like Magic One. Quick quotes, quills, uh, spell cards, all the different spells, all those allies. So it mentioned staff, didn't it? it? Got Severus Snape. I had Hagrid. You had fucking Ron Weasley, ginger bastard, um, <laughs> into your deck. However, there's a few sort of key differences to the deck building games that we are previously used to. The most notable is that we're not playing cooperatively. We are playing against each other. And how that works is there's a board with little spaces imagine if you've seen the chamber of secrets it's that long narrow stage and uh each player is at what one end and you have to blast spells and try and knock each other into the back wall basically yeah like that scene in the film yes like that scene in the film <laughs> absolutely um and first one to get stunned three times loses did you think it made like how different was it playing against each other rather than working together to defeat a um yeah i forgot about uh, two years said that, that now guy. I didn't realise right but no but yeah no I didn't really realise that at all until you said so there's no thought <laughs> in my head about that okay. right now you didn't notice we were playing an entirely different type of <laughs> well, game no, I liked the okay. with the counting the money and getting your cards and all yeah. that stuff I was concentrating <laughs> on that really it doesn't matter what I'm fighting or no I'm fighting. okay that's fair enough without fun there can be no function the first note I've sort of made is that it, it looks very good doesn't it yes it there's does. uh actual nice pictures car, from the films fishing license this is yep made by uh usaopoly it's got warner brothers logo on the thing yeah so you know yeah legit 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 absolutely um and it's got these lovely metal stun tokens like quite chunky little hexagonal metal things yeah, which nice. are a nice yeah. Touch. What are all these other tokens for? We didn't use any of those. Well, this is something. Is that you collect? Can you collect your spells and then you can blam them out later? Yeah. So there are tokens that represent the lightning bolts, which are like spell strikes, and tokens that represent the money, and tokens that represent hearts, which move you closer back to your starting space. And yeah, I suppose you could, because like each card says, gain one lightning or gain one heart, and you would take that token. However, 
in the actual rule book, it says, Lightning and heart tokens are included to help keep track of these effects. However, these are not required for gameplay as the effects can be resolved immediately. So whenever I had a lightning card, I was just like, blam, move you back. Well, yeah, the, the symbols <clears throat> are on the card, so you just yes. use the card. So you didn't need, and I think maybe, because we're so used to playing, so for like in Legendary, we just play the cards and we're like, right, I've got three money and I've got four strength or whatever. Yeah. I guess maybe like if- pros. Yeah, if this was your first deck building game, and I imagine Harry Potter, Children. younger younger players are going to play this. <laughs> they might need yeah. the tokens to keep count because, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so no, we've got all these lovely tokens that we didn't really use at all, but they look nice. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Really there's two. There's only two characters I don't know who they are. Okay. Ernie McMillan. Um, who is Ernie McMillan? And should he be on a card? <laughs> Never seen him before or heard of him before ever. Look at him. He's a Hufflepuff student. Yeah, but it, is he in the film? I don't know who that is. Uh, Let's find out what Ernie McMillan does. And the only other one is Nymphomandora Tonks. I don't know who she is. You don't know who Tonks is? Nope. Oh my god. I recognise everybody else. Everyone else is like the main people that have words, but... That's the only one I don't know. Is that that's a bit odd to put the random person? He must be in the film. He's not the one that in the corridor scene that gets blasted or whatever, is he? No. What? What? <laughs> what? Get, corridor scene gets blasted. <laughs> Which one? Uh, he's a Hufflepuff prefect. Uh, academically strong, good friends with Hannah Abbott and Justin Finch-Fletchley. Um, fell out with Harry after his name came out of the Goblet of Fire. Awkward. Second year. What's he done? Not much. Gets suspicious after Harry talks parcel tongue. Oh, well. Well, he's in, he's in it then. He's, he's an actual person. I've just he's an actual person. Yes. As played by some dude. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to find out whether he survives the battle in the end. During the battle, Ernie, along with Luna Lovegood and Seamus Finnegan, came to the aid of Harry, Hermione, and Ron by using their Patronuses to drive off the Dementors. Ernie's Patronus is a boar. There you go. <laughs> Ernie McMillan is a legit Harry Potter Great. character. Good to know. Good to know. Um, where were we? Yes, we were talking about how nice it looks. Yeah, it looks great. Um, pics from the films, jewel board, the box looks like a trunk oh yeah very which is clever. nice very which nice. fits obviously in with we've got the competitive Hogwarts battle game haven't we no the cooperative one sorry the deck building yes we have and that box looks like a trunk as well so it's all thematically stylistically linked so Love. are these the same people that make legendary and stuff no no Will be Another thing that you have that's Harry Pottery about this is obviously you get to choose which house you're in and every uh, ally that you get is in a house and certain spells and cards uh, give you a house bonus. So that's quite nice. So, like, I guess that gives it a strategic element. Obviously, I chose Hufflepuff. Uh, I didn't encounter any cards that gave me a Hufflepuff bonus. Did you have any Gryffindor bonus cards? Uh, no, I didn't. Cool. But I imagine that would be a sort of tactical element. You would look in the shop. Again, I was just buying whatever I could afford. Yeah. But a tactical player might be like, well, I am a Slytherin, so I'm going to make sure I buy cards that get me a Slytherin bonus. Yes. Yes. Are we having fun yet? Another difference is these allies then. So normally on a deck builder, you play your cards and they go into your discard and you deal a new hand of cards for the next round. But allies stay in front of you for the entire sort of game, don't they? So once you'd got 
fucking Ron Weasley. Yeah, really good card. He was really good. Every time, very much either. Every time you use an item, you get to blast me an extra damage every single turn. Um, (laughs) And I think that's probably part of why I lost so easily, just because every turn you were doing extra Ron damage, extra Ginge power. What does Snape do? Oh well, he's like every turn you can do two lightnings, you can do two things, anyway, just regardless. Just just regardless. Fucking Snape. So like. Expensive, so yeah, yes. I had an easy one. Um, Ernie McMillan, if you play an item, you get to heal two hearts. Like Ernie's quite helpful. Yeah, good old Ernie. I vote Ernie McMillan for the win. Oh, I'm gonna get Hagrid. Get Hagrid on my team. He's always a good chap, isn't he? I'll get Vincent Crab <laughs> because I used an item. You get a lightning as well damn you who is that ron fucking fuck you ron weasley right i've got hagrid so if there is an ally in the classroom which there currently is you get blasted back and i get to heal one vincent crab you may reveal the top card of your deck if it has a value of one or more an opponent must discard a card at random bloody ron weasley boom you need to discard a card at random thanks to vincent crab i'm gonna say vincent crab eats your card also, unusually, so every deck builder we've played, you have your generic starting cards, don't you? You usually have six monies or and four right, damage yeah. or whatever. But this time, you got to choose. And again, it's a nice little nod to the books. Remember in Harry's Hogwarts letter, and he's allowed one pet, and he's allowed either a cat, an owl, or a toad. And those are the choices of allies that you get. We both chose cats. Um, and the cat was, if you played three spells, you got automatically generated an extra damage. Yep. But the owl and the toad, the toad lets you heal a heart every turn. Okay, no, not that bad. And the owl... Um, Probably the best one, isn't it? Ah, uh, it's money. Save one money on this card or remove all... Sa- ah, so once a per turn, you can add a money to the card and then when you... Li- it's like a bank. Oh, right, you so can that's take- what the little tokens are for, okay. Yes. Okay. So again, that's another strategic element, and that means that we, you wouldn't always start on the same foot, would you? Like one of you, if we chose different animals as our pets, yeah, I might start with like a health bonus, and you might start with a money bonus, or yes, yes. It, it depends what you want to do or how much. Yeah. Yes. What sort of tactical player that you are? So that was like a nice, good element. Times five equals progress. In terms of gameplay, the turns were really, really simple, weren't they? Yep, easy. Um, And it had, on your house card, it had like a breakdown. Step one, resolve hexes. Step two, play your cards. Step three. You don't even really need that, do you? No. But again, going back to what we said, if this was Baby's first deck builder... (laughs) (laughs) 11 plus. Yes. But we, you know, we are familiar with the mechanic of deck builders. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. So at first, there was quite a lot of back and forth, wasn't there? We were doing sort of pathetic pussy amounts of damage, and well, we were healing. Build up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is going to take a bit of time. And so that's why I put you need to accumulate the big spells. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? And like yeah. I said, so the track is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So basically, you've got eight hits until you're stunned. Yeah. And I think in one turn, with your Ron bonus and your cat bonus and your this and your that and your that, you blasted me seven in one go. Yeah, easy. Um, so yeah, once you've established a decent deck, yeah, it's, it's probably quite a quite quick, quick game. game. Yes, definitely. I'm going to use my wand to blast you back one. I'm going to use my cauldron to heal myself one space. Petrificus Totalus. 
a pugno protego one two three lightnings four because i've done an item and five because i've done three spells Ooh, that almost killed me <laughs> fuck you Ooh, essence of dittany the final sort of element was the idea of these hex cards, which are like negative. You know, like in Legendary, you have wounds that just kind of yeah. pollute your deck. These, these are, are quite bad, actually. They were. So I got hit by a trip jinx that meant <laughs> I couldn't attack or heal. It basically just crippled me that turn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bat bogey hex. You cannot draw extra cards. Yeah, so they're quite good. And conjunctivitis. Shit. You can only play two spells. There you go. <laughs> Gutted. Well, that's good because that screws up your cat bonus, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But there was one, so a spell that I bought from the shop, a pugno, every time I played it, you had to put a hex into your deck. So actually, if you had enough of those, your opponent's deck could get proper yeah, really filthy yeah, with, could build with hexes. Really easily, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like a nice element because yeah. in the other deck builders they're just dead cards that do nothing whereas mm. in this one they actually have a negative sort of effect on your mm. turn so that was good play to win shall we frag okay you got to remind me what they're what i'm doing again okay what they're from fun fun okay yes i'm gonna say it was nice and quick it was nice and snappy yeah. um okay four yeah, I'll say four too. Cool. Yeah. Uh, replayability. I'm going to go for four. Yeah. I mean, I do that. there's a nice stack. There's loads of cards to get through that we haven't got through. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely have to play it a good number of times to get through all the cards. And because you choose which cards you add to your desk, just because you've seen all the cards, you might not have got the opportunity yeah. to yeah, use loads all the cards. Of chances to do different stuff. Yeah, yeah four. that's good. Um, What's next? A, aesthetic looks. Yes, all right, isn't it? I'm gonna go four again. I'm gonna go yeah, solid no, four. Yeah, I will as well. Yeah, it looks good. It's yeah, yeah, well made. And uh, gameplay, I'm whacking a five because it was really, really simple. There was nothing. Oh no, yeah, really easy. Yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with. Hey, hey, this is probably the only game so far that <laughs> all of our on. scores have yeah. been agreed on. <laughs> so that gives it seventeen out of twenty. Yay. That's only one below Discover Lands Unknown. So there you go. Right, so Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle, Defense Against the Dark Arts, was it a win or not? It's quite a mouthy title, isn't yeah, it? A isn't mouthy it? title, fuck off. A lengthy title. Was it a win or not? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Good. It was good. <laughs> I can't really say no after, like, reading yeah. it. Sorry, <laughs> Cassie and Chris, fuck you, it's a loss. No. <laughs> there you go. That makes it, I believe, 34.20 to the gamers. Okay. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remembered... And remember, children. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's non-relinquum no. in Arca Aperculo. Swish and flip. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye, Lidfiles. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. You're a wizard, Harry. Harry Potter. Now's the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.